Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Where you work, it's the payroll savings plan. Where you bank, it's the bond a month plan. Everywhere, it's United States savings bonds for real financial security. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host, Bob Murphy, introducing Guest Star, one of a series of transcribed programs presented each week by this station and United States Savings Bonds as a public service. Today's guests are the famous stars of stage and screen, Tallulah Bankhead and Donald Cook. Our special guests, Tallulah Bankhead and Donald Cook, are starring in Noel Coward's delightful comedy, Private Lives, now on national tour. When we asked Miss Bankhead if she would appear on Guest Star, she not only accepted, but also arranged for permission to act a scene from Private Lives itself. So here they are, Tallulah Bankhead and Donald Cook, in a scene from Noel Coward's Private Lives. Our story opens on a summer evening on the terrace of a hotel in France. There are two suites opening onto this particular terrace, a row of shrubs giving each occupant a partial degree of privacy. Desirable privacy, I suppose, for two honeymoon couples occupy the adjoining apartments. Victor and Amanda Prynne and Elliot and Sybil Chase. They both arrived this afternoon and shortly after their arrival, Amanda made a startling discovery that her suite adjoined that of Elliot Chase, the man she had divorced some five years previously. After some discussion, each had tried to arrange to leave for some other honeymoon locale, but all that had happened was that the others, poor innocent souls, had refused to understand. Now Amanda and Elliot are alone on the terrace, each on his own half of it, that is. Elliot is nervously lighting a cigarette as Amanda approaches. Give me one, for heaven's sake. Here. Oh, I'm in such a rage. So am I. What are we to do? I don't know. Whose yacht is that? Duke of Westminster's, I expect. It always is. I wish I were on it. I wish you were, too. There's no need to be nasty. Yes, there is. Every need I've never in my life felt a greater urge to be nasty. And you've had some urges in your time, haven't you? If you start bickering with me, Amanda, I swear I'll throw you over the edge. Try it, that's all. Just try it. You've upset everything as usual. I've upset everything. What about you? Ever since the first moment I was unlucky enough to set eyes on you, my life has been insupportable. Oh, you shut up. There's no sense in going on like that. Nothing's any use. There's no escape, ever. Don't be melodramatic. You want a cocktail or two here? There are two here, too. We'll have my two first. Shall we get roaring, screaming drunk? I don't think that would help. We tried it once, and it was a dismal failure. Lovely in the beginning. You have an immoral memory, Amanda. Is to you. I tried to get away the moment after I'd seen you, but he wouldn't budge. What's his name? Victor. Victor Prynne. Here's to Mr. and Mrs. Victor Prynne. Mine wouldn't budge either. What's her name? Sybil. Here's to Mr. and Mrs. Elliot Chase. Heaven pity the poor girl. 
Are you in love with him? Of course. How funny. I don't see anything particularly funny about it. You're in love with yours, aren't you? Certainly. Well, there you are, then. There we both are, then. What's she like? Fair. Very pretty. Plays the piano beautifully. Very comforting. How's yours? I'd rather not discuss him. Well, it doesn't matter. He'll probably be popping out here any minute, and I shall see for myself. Does he know I'm here? Yes, I told him. That's going to make things a whole lot easier. Oh, you needn't be frightened. He won't hurt you. If he comes near me, I'll scream the place down. Does Sybil know I'm here? Why, no. I I pretended I'd had a presentiment. I I tried terribly hard to persuade her to leave for Paris. I tried to. <laughs> it's lucky we didn't both succeed. <laughs> Otherwise, we should probably all have joined up in Rouen somewhere. <laughs> in some frowsy little hotel. Oh, dear, that would have been much, much worse. <laughs> I can see us all sailing down in the morning for an early start. Oh, lovely, lovely. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> glorious. <laughs> oh, dear. What's happened to yours? Oh, didn't you hear her screaming? She's downstairs in the dining room, I think. Mine's being grand in the bar. It really is awfully difficult. Have you known her long? About four months. We met at a house party in Norfolk. Very flat Norfolk. How old is uh, dear Victor? Oh, somewhere in his 30s and Sybil. <laughs> I blush to tell you, only 23. <laughs> You've got a mucker, all right. <laughs> I shall reserve my opinion of your choice until I've met dear Victor. I wish you wouldn't keep on calling him dear Victor. It's extremely irritating. That's how I see him. Dumpy and fair, very considerate, with glasses. Dear Victor. As I said before, I'd rather not discuss him. At least I have good taste enough to refrain from making cheap jibes at Sybil. You said Norfolk was flat. That was no reflection on her. Unless she made it flatter. Your voice takes on an acid quality whenever you mention her name. I shall never mention it again. Well, good. I'll keep off Victor. Thank you. That orchestra has a remarkably small repertoire. Yeah, they don't seem to know anything but that, do they? I... I'm awfully sorry about all this, Amanda. Really, I am. I, I wouldn't have had it happen for the world. I know. I'm sorry, too. It's just rotten luck. I'll go away tomorrow, whatever happens, so don't you worry. That's nice of you. I, I hope everything works out splendidly for you, and you'll be very happy. I hope the same for you, too. Nasty, insistent little tune. Extraordinary how potent cheap music is. What exactly were you remembering at that moment? The Palace Hotel skating rink in the morning. Bright, strong sunlight. And everybody whirling about in vivid colors. And you kneeling down to put on my skates for me. You'd fallen on your fanny just a few minutes before. <laughs> it was beastly if you'd have laughed like that. I felt so humiliated. Oh, poor darling. Do you remember waking up in the morning, standing on the balcony looking out across the valley? Blue shadows on white snow, cleanness beyond belief, high above everything in the world. How beautiful it was. It's nice to think we had a few marvelous moments. A few? Oh, we had heaps, really. Only they slip away into the background, and one only remembers the bad one. What fools we were to ruin it all. What utter, utter fools. You feel that too, do you? Of course. 
Why did we? The whole business was too much for us. We were so ridiculously over in love. Funny, wasn't it? Horribly funny. Selfishness, cruelty, hatred, possessiveness, petty jealousies. All those qualities came out in us just because we loved each other. Perhaps they were there anyhow. No. It's love that does it. To hell with love. To hell with love. And yet here we are, starting afresh with two quite different people. In love all over again, aren't we? Aren't we? No. Elliot. We're not in love all over again, and you know it. Good night, Amanda. Elliot, don't be silly. Come back. I must go and find Sybil. I must go and find Victor. Well, why don't you? I don't want to. Oh, it's shameful, shameful of us. Oh, don't. I feel terrible. Don't leave me. I shall go mad if you do. We won't talk about ourselves anymore. We'll talk about outside things. Anything you like, only... Only just don't leave me until I put myself together. Very well. Um, uh, uh, um... What have you been doing lately during this... Last years? We're traveling about. I, I went around the world, you know, after... Yes, yes, I know. How was it? The world? Yes. Oh, highly enjoyable. China must be very interesting. Oh, very big, China. And Japan? Very small. And did you eat shark's fins and take your shoes off and use chopsticks and everything? Practically everything. And uh, India and the burning gods or, or gats or whatever they are. And, and the Taj Mahal. How is the Taj Mahal? Unbelievable, a sort of dream. That was the moonlight, I expect. You must have seen it in the moonlight. Yes, moonlight is cruelly deceptive. And it didn't look like a biscuit box, did it? I've always felt that it might. Darling, darling, I love you so. And I... I do hope you met a sacred elephant. They're lent white, I believe. And very, very sweet. I've never loved anyone else, not for an instant. No, no, you mustn't, Elliot. Stop it. And you love me, too, don't you? There's no doubt about it anywhere, is there? No. No doubt anywhere. You're looking very lovely, you know, in this damn moonlight. Your skin is cool and clear, and your eyes are shining. You're growing lovelier and lovelier every second as I look at you. You don't hold any mystery for me, darling, do you mind? There isn't a particle of you I don't know, remember, and want. I'm glad, my sweet. More than any desire anywhere, deep down in my deepest heart, I want you back again. Please. Don't say any more. You're making me cry so dreadfully. Oh, darling, what now? What now? I don't know. I'm lost utterly. We must think quickly. Oh, quickly. Escape. Together? Of course. Now, now. No, we can't. We can't. You know we can't. We must. It would break Victor's heart. And Sybil's too, probably, but they're bound to suffer anyhow. Think of the hell we'd leave them into if we stayed. Infinitely worse than any cruelty in the world, pretending to love them and loving each other so desperately. Uh, we must tell them. Uh-huh. Call them and tell them. Oh, no, no, that's impossible. It's honest. I can't help how honest it is. Too horrible to imagine. How should we start? What would we say? But we just have to trust in the inspiration of the moment. It'll be a moment completely devoid of inspiration. The most appalling moment imaginable. No, we can't do that. You must see that. We simply can't. Well, darling, what do you suggest we do? They might appear at any moment. We've got to decide instantly, one way or another. Go away together now, or stay with them, and never see one another again, ever. Oh, don't be silly, darling. What choice is there? No choice at all. Come on. Oh, no, wait. This is sheer raving madness. Something's happened to us. We're not safe. We never were. Where should we go? To Paris first. My car's in the garage already. They'll follow us. That doesn't matter once the thing's done. I've got a flat in Paris. Oh, good. It's in the Avenue Montaigne. I let it to Frida Lawson, but she's away in Beirut, so it's empty now. Does uh, Victor know? Well, he knows I have one, but he hasn't the faintest idea where. Oh, darling, we're being so bad. 
Oh, terribly bad. Oh, we shall suffer for this. I know we shall. But it can't be helped. Starting all those awful rows all over again. No, no, we're older and wiser now. What difference does that make? The moment either one of us gets a bit nervy, off we'll go again. Stop shilly-shallying, Amanda. I'm trying to be sensible. You're only succeeding in being completely idiotic. Idiotic, indeed. What about you? Now look here, Amanda. Oh, no. Oh, darling, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I won't move from here. I won't move unless we have a compact. A sacred, sacred compact never to quarrel again. Easy to make, but difficult to keep. No, no, darling. It's the bickering that always starts it. Now, look here. The moment we notice we're bickering, either one of us, we must promise on our word of honor to stop dead. I know. We'll uh, invent some phrase, our catchword, which when either one of us says it automatically cuts off all conversation for at least five minutes. Uh, two minutes, dear, with an option of renewal. Uh, all right. What should it be? Uh, Solomon Isaacs. Uh, that'll do. Well, come on, come on. Uh, what do we do if we meet out on the way downstairs? Run like stags. What about clothes? I have a couple of bags I haven't unpacked yet. I've got a small trunk. Send the porter up for it. Oh, this is terrible. terrible. Uh, come on, come on. I don't waste time. Well, darling, oughtn't we to leave notes or something? No, no, no. We'll telegraph from somewhere on the road. Oh, no, I dance. It's too wicked of us. I simply dance. Kiss me. Now, will you behave? Oh, yes, behave. Solomon Isaacs! Gosh, Tallulah, that was swell. You both were terrific. I don't wonder that you've been packing them in every night since you started on this national tour of private lives. Well, thank you very much, Bob. It really is a delightful play. And, and we... delightful audiences, too. <laughs> and full houses means a profitable play, and that means more United States savings bonds. That's right, Bob. Every week we set aside part of our pay for savings bonds. They're the safest investment in the world. Like millions of others, you found out it's the surest, safest way to save for the future. Well, what I like is that you get $4 back for every three you invest in just 10 years. Now, someday I may not have as good a play as private lives, and then I can, uh, well, I can just uh, have my bonds to fall back on. <laughs> yes, sir, it's so easy and automatic, too. Anyone on a regular payroll can arrange to get bonds automatically under the payroll saving plan. I'm a bond-a-month man myself, except that it's really bond-a-week. I've arranged with my bank, and every week they buy a bond for me and charge it to my checking account. Either way, through payroll savings or through the bond-a-month plan, it's the sure way to regular savings. Yes, friends, buy United States savings bonds. They're an investment in your own country. And in your own future. And goodbye to you, Tallulah Bankhead and Donald Cook. Goodbye, Bob, and thank you very much. Till up. <laughs> This is Bob Murphy signing off Guest Star, one of a series of transcribed programs presented each week by this station and United States Savings Bonds as a public service. Thank you again to Lula Bankhead and Donald Cook for bringing us such a fine show. It was swell having you with us. And now until next week at this same time, here's a question to remember. Have you invested in United States Savings Bonds this week? They're a goodbye. Goodbye, that is. Goodbye.